Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code IKELIVE, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. There you go. Folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. Uh, man, I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday. It, we're, we're, we're in summer, Bri. This is summertime. Oh, yeah, We're full-blown summer here, Riz. Full-blown. Uh, full-blown guy. Pete, here we go. We're in summer. It, I got to admit, degrees. it's been an unusual summer, though, mm. because of everything that's going on you in the world. You could say that again. You know, it doesn't feel quite like a normal summer, but I'm glad it's summer, right? We, we have mm. fishing time. Yep. We have, you know, we're swimming, we're fishing. Mm. It's We've had a nice experience yep. last week with traveling to Wisconsin. Oh we'll talk God. about that here in a second. Uh want to remind everybody, uh, if you're watching right now, we want to hear from you. Please hit us up on our IM. Riz has got it over there. If you're on Facebook, uh, hit us up as well at Ike Live Show. Also, if you're over on Facebook, let me remind you, the world-famous Ike Live gift bag could be yours. All you have to do is like and share the feed right now. You're going to be entered into a contest to win that thing. So load it with Ike Live sponsor gifts from... Mystery Tackle Box, Founders, Tackle Warehouse, uh, Flambeau, uh, uh, Liquid Mayhem, uh, uh, Dr. Squatch, so on and so forth. They're all in there. It's great. Uh, also, uh, want to remind everybody, uh, we've got uh, Andrew Wheeler coming on here in just a little bit from Abu Garcia, of course. And we're going to be catching up on what's new in the world of fishing. We've had virtual ICAST this year. And, uh, of course, what's new with Abu Garcia launching some great new products, including winning the best of show this year. We're going to talk to him about that. It's pretty awesome. I got a couple uh, things, Mike. Hit me, Brian. What do you yeah, got? Real quick, Vegas. Uh, Jose Garcia on the Ike Live Facebook wants to know, has your dad ever missed a fish with a net? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. That's actually really hard because... We never really use net. We only use it for like my tournaments. Only in the yeah. tournaments. So yeah. we, so this has been like my sixth time yeah, in a that. tournament. Yeah. So I do pretty good. I do pretty yeah, good. You, you I, do, I, I actually, don't know any mistakes you have. Well, let me let me tell you. And Pete, I didn't mention this. The one that he broke off, I did feel bad. I felt bad about like. I had sort of this opportunity to get it, to was get it. Past. not to get what he was going to pass, but he was sort of there, but wasn't. Mm -hmm. And, and like, maybe like I went and I shouldn't have went and I made him do that. You know what I mean? So I felt bad about that. Like maybe it was a little bit my fault. And I said that to you. I said, I rushed it probably. You know, mm -hmm. I felt like I rushed it. And you probably rushed it. But well, he, he went on. He went he on. Went, I know. He I went know. On, there's I know. no way he was going to make that. Yeah. But. Uh, you would have to put the. But we're pretty, but we're a pretty good team, I think. I think mm. we work. Vegas, together. wait till you have yeah. to start netting fish for your dad. Oh, <laughs> it's it's the it's, most it's challenging it's thing in <laughs> <laughs> all of fishing. <laughs> Talk about that, Rich. <laughs> well, you just never know where he's gonna go. <laughs> it seems a little easy, but with my net, the, there's this little hole where the water just goes in. And I remember it was this Ike. It was this Ike Foundation. Ike yeah. Foundation. RS nets. Uh, yep, and then, nets. Yeah, these. This person gave me it. So yep. if the person is watching, thank yeah. you. Shout out to RS Nets. If you're watching uh, and you need a net, RS Nets make great mm -hmm. nets. They're yeah. rub rubberized netting so oh, that good. the hooks don't tangle. They're great for the mm -hmm. slime coat of the fish. Mm -hmm. uh, check out RS Nets. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I, I do want to uh, pick up where, you know, this is sort of in reverse order, but mm. we got you got a chance to travel with me to my last tournament, uh, which was great because, mm. you know, one of the things that's hard, and, and, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I want to tell everybody, is that when you were young, when you were, you know, a baby <laughs> till you started. When you were young. Yeah, when you were yeah. a baby when you, were you started a kid. school, <laughs> all the way till you started <laughs> kindergarten. You know, you guys traveled. We all traveled together full time. And it was one of the best, when I look back in my career, it was one of the best times of my career because I had you and Stella with me all the time and, and mom with me all the time. And we were in the camper, in our own mm -hmm. camper. It was such a great time to travel mm -hmm. and tournament fish. But in the last couple of years, two or three, four years since you started kindergarten, it's tough because yeah. when you're in school, you know, you can't be on the road. Yeah, so I, I really don't like when. So. Yeah. You ha you you have to do school, so you're on the road. Yeah. You have the two days to get there. Couple days to get the there. Weekend. Yeah. It's w it's really it's not tough. fun. Yeah. And then you get there. It's like you have work to do. I'm like. I know. I okay. Know. I know. I have work to do. Yeah. But it's really hard because I don't really have because me and Sel have to like we we have to um we have to uh uh share the same table and seat and we have to do like thing like first school this, you're talking uh -huh, e-learning yeah. you're talking mm -hmm. about e-learning yeah we have yeah. to do e-learning e stuff mm -hmm. yeah but but this was nice mm -hmm. this because was really this last nice. tournament mm -hmm. you guys got to travel with me so it was mm -hmm. great you know yeah. uh we we hooked up the camper mm -hmm. uh, mommy tows the camper and i tow the truck and boat and we mm -hmm. we we travel up to wisconsin mm -hmm. uh, we we left ourselves this is the most unbelievable story and this is the first time i'm telling this uh, oh, is this nobody, uh, yeah, nobody knows this oh yet. So this is the first time I'm telling this, and I'm doing it live. Well, some. Hold on, nobody knows I, this. Let me tell you the story. Did you put this on Instagram? <laughs> I didn't put this oh on my Instagram. Gosh. So we we start on July 5th. So let everybody know we had a little uh, sandbar party out here. Uh, most of the Ike Life crew was here, including Riz, Brian, Pete. Had a great time. Mm. Sunday the 5th, I wake up and we get a late start and we start this drive to go up to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. We make it just outside of Pittsburgh, and we call it a night. We had four hours, and it's a good start. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. And the next morning, I wake up. Everything's good. You know, we check the camper. I do my normal little walk around. And, Pete, I get on the turnpike, and this is about 30 minutes in to after we start. I get in the turnpike, and Stella's with me at the time. So we switch kids. So Vegas is yeah. with his mom, and I'm with Stella. This is my favorite and, part, buddy. And we're driving, and... All of a sudden, I feel this like bump, and I hear toof. So I feel this bump, and I hear toof, and I go, "Oh, what's that?" And I look in my rearview mirror, and my in my left, I look to my left in my rearview mirror, and all of a sudden, I see my boat next to me. What? <laughs> Not physically right next to me, but I uh, see it, it like, in the rearview mirror it's like, it's like, to my left. It's like, Hello, I'm a boat, and Are I'm you just kidding saying, me, no. dude? I it was the it was the most mm. intimidating, yep, scary the, things, uh, and I'm dude, I'm freaked out. I'm like, oh, and so I don't know what to do except start to slow down and try to control it. So now the the boat and trailer's jumping left, it's jumping right, and I'm just I'm doing my best to keep it straight, slow it down. I got it slowed down. I, I don't see it going left and right anymore in my rear view mirror. And I'm on a straightaway. None of this I'm even thinking about at the time. But I'm on a straightaway. I get over to the shoulder. 
There happens to be an on-ramp right there, so it's a big wide shoulder with a little thing of grass. I get it off to the side and get stopped. Dude, my heart is pounding, Pete. I, got, I look back at Estella. She's on her iPad like nothing's even happened. <laughs> she doesn't even know anything's going on. She's like, and I'm looking back and I'm like, are you all right? Are you okay? We're okay. We're okay. She's looking at me like I'm crazy, Pete. <laughs> I can I see your I'm face. yelling at her. I'm panicked and I'm yelling at her. She's looking at me like, what are you doing? Yeah, she's looking at me like, what are you doing? So are interrupting my YouTube. Yeah. So, dude, I am like floored. Yeah. I like put my hazards on. I'm like shaking. I get out and I'm like, what the? And I look. And I'm looking, and, and it's, off, it's off the hitch. And I look, and the ball is still attached to the coupler. Yeah. But here's the craziest thing. There's no Shoot pin? There, the, the threading, the metal threading piece, the bolt that comes off of the ball. Oh, the bolt dropped out. Sheared. Oh. It sheared. Ouch. How right the hell did you shear that? No idea. Right below the ball. Because, dude, I... Bit, gets a little bit loose, and it... I've had maybe years, maybe years of it getting loose, and then me mm-hmm. tightening it, it getting loose, and me tightening it, putting too much torque. I don't know. Mm. It sheared, so the ball's on there, no bolt, no, no rest of the threading. That's gone. Who knows where that's at? So it was swinging on the chains. It was swinging yep. on the chains, and it never. Wow. It so little damage on the trailer. It hit my bumper. There's one little ding on my bumper, mm. but nothing else. Oh my god! Dude, yeah. I'm like. I'm like still shaking. A state trooper pulls up. This all this is like unbelievable. So so I'm on a straightaway. I'm on the turnpike. There's no cars around me when this happens. Right. I get to the shoulder. I'm parked over. A state trooper pulls up. He runs to the Walmart, two miles up because they I phoned Becky. They already get off the exit. They run. Beck runs into the Walmart to get another ball. The state trooper goes to get it. Nice. I jack the trailer up. Yeah. Take the ball off. Get the new ball from the state trooper, put it on, hitch it back on, and I'm gone. Wow. (laughs) That happened. (laughs) When you call, I'm like, the ball, the ball. I'm I'm thinking like. You couldn't understand. But it's in my brain because I'm thinking like. (laughs) And then then I saw, and then like my brain goes to like, what about my boat? What about my trailer and my ball? I'm like, (laughs) no, 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 that's the ball. And I'm like, the. And I'm thinking, the ball came off. How did the. Right. I'm I'm thinking like. That's yeah. impossible. I know. Like uh, it is impossible. Like this is 23, how many years, Pete? 23 plus years. It's the mm-hmm. first time I, that's ever happened to me or I've ever seen it's, that I've, happen. I've that's never true. heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I've so never heard of it. But it is a testament. If anybody's watching right now, put your safety chains yeah. on. No matter oh, yeah. If you don't even have something. Cross them and, 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 and put mean, the hooks. I always put the hooks in reverse. I don't know if that matters. I put one this way and one that way. You know, but mm. it, the, dude, the chain saved me. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be. And if you didn't have the chain, it would just, it would have just came off, and it would have been gone. Um, yeah. The, the, wow. The, um, That's wild. Man. Yeah. The, how did you would have never noticed? Yeah. How did happen? how did the boat stop itself? Like so. Here's the happened. only thing I could think of, Pete. So, the 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 trailer plug never came out. So it's got brakes, right? So yeah. I think when I put my brakes on the truck to slow it down, the trailer brakes were still working. Oh, wow. And it yeah. slowed my trailer down, you know? Shout out to trailer yeah. brakes. Ever had them, Rich? Shout out to trailer brakes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got yeah. trailer brakes. And Shout out to Basscat. Shout out to Basscat for making a great I've, I've actually <laughs> had the same, the same thing happen to me, Mike. Um, Never had that. On uh, This was this was with my old boat, with my with my G3, but the uh, 
for me it was the pin the actual pin that goes through the hole yeah. of the, the trailer hitch receiver yeah that sheared and where mine happened was at the um where you merge from 295 south onto 676 76 like i was going to the gloucester city boat ramp and i was yeah. taking the the way where you take 76 and come around and it happened there where there's no shoulder and so wow. I got a boat. I got wow. my trailer laying on the ground on a turn with no shoulder. Oh. And um, so I put the hazards on. I, I made the normal calls. I called state police. I called NJ Dot because I'm I'm like, like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. And 10 minutes goes by and nobody showed up. There's oh no, there's God. no, no, nothing. Nobody showed yeah. up. So I. So I'm like, I can't, I can't stay here. I like, I'm like, I got to get this thing out of here. So oh what gosh. I ended up doing was I found a, uh, I had a screwdriver in my boat. Oh yeah. I, I lifted the, I, I manually lifted the, the, the boat off of the highway. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I had the strength because it was on a slope up, put that mm. back on. I, I got the, I got the hitch receiver back in. I put it on the ball, I put a screwdriver through the hole, and then used electrical tape and wrapped the electrical tape up around wow. through the screwdriver until it was big enough to hold it in there, and then just limped like to the first exit and got off and got into an auto zone and fixed it. But oh, yeah, so I've, oh scary, dude. I've had that same yeah. that same feeling I, I, of like, I, oh. why is my boat why is my boat not behind me <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, it's 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 the cri- when you look in your room and the mirror safety chain and you me. see it next to you, oh, not yeah. next to you, next to you, but you see but it when there, it ain't right. Yeah, weird. it's the scariest it's, thing ever. Yeah, dude. I, scary. Uh, but the, do you mean like the pinfall, like the this like where the ball is attached, and then the thing that's connected to your tr- the, the yeah? Truck. So there's yep. there's the, there's that? the receiver, yeah. oh, there's the receiver and oh the pin gosh. that goes yeah. in the receiver, and it what happens is when it get when they when there's movement mm-hmm. and it just causes repeat repeated friction that mm. you know something yeah, that's yeah. What, that was, the weak point so, where something yeah, happens. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, why is it? Why is that? How? Why did the ball shield? But yeah. why didn't that? That's crazy. That's a yeah. big, p- thick piece Dude, of metal. Dude, that's a thick yeah. piece of metal. Vegas I, giant I, threads I, on I, it. I, I, I got breaking news for you, bud. Yeah. The orders are already starting to fly in. We got Matt Pangrak from BTL Bass Talk Live, oh, and he wants a Vegas to hammer hat. Oh, look at uh, that. How much do they cost? Here's another order that's coming in. This order is from your mom, oh, my God. and it says, it's late. Send him home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, okay, Vegas. All right, you want to say goodbye to everybody before you go? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah so I want to just give a shout-out <laughs> to everybody that just wanted to... You know. Yeah, give a shout out to everybody. Uh, no yeah, doubt. Right. That's a good All right. Give me a kiss. Good night. All right. See you later. Good job, Vegas. Good job, buddy. Yeah, good job. All right. Good yeah. job, Vegas. Yeah, you're getting me in trouble. One you're more good. round of applause. How about, about it? Take your water, buddy. Take a Vegas trophy. the hammer. Leave your water. I'll clean up for you. All right. Uh, that was awesome. It was a scary thing, Pete. It was very, very yeah. scary. It's one of the scariest things that ever happened. But, you know, I, you know, I, I am a little superstitious, as you noticed with the GoPro thing. Um, but when that happened, you know, and, and like, you, you can imagine the scenarios of where that could have been really bad. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. when, when that happened and sort of I got out of that, l- luckily, I was like, this is going to be a good week. I kind of knew. Yeah. Honestly, I knew right there 
that it was going to be a good week for me, you know? And that's a good way to spin it. Yeah. Well, others might say, man, this is going to be crappy week. Look how I'm starting. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. No, yeah. Nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> that's funny, that, that thinking, because I've, <laughs> I've had three times where, like, at the boat ramp, I forget to take one of the straps off. Or, like, I back down the ramp crooked and I get in uneven. Or, you know, something happens as I'm launching the boat and I look like an idiot. I always win. <laughs> if, if I launch the boat in perfect, you, you know. purposely dude, mess up, man. Dude, like, I'll do, I'll do a one-man launch, you know, Funny. like, slide the boat off, meet it at the dock, and just step on. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, G-Money swag. I'll, I will not catch him that day. <laughs> oh, I got to do something I, dumb at the ramp in the morning. You're on to something, Rich, because I, I have a philosophy that when if things go wrong, I always do good. And I, I don't know why it is. Like, <laughs> like the, the last time it was I lost all my GPS and sonar on the entire boat uh, right before the tournament uh, at Cayuga. I remember that. And, yep. you know, I got to a black cat syndrome. If I see a black cat in the morning, uh, I'm guaranteed to have a good day. <laughs> it's, it's, I think there's something to it, man. It's like when bad stuff's happening, you're like, uh, you stop thinking. You stop overthinking. And yep. you, you yeah. feel fortunate to be there. Yeah. And you can, you can find your, your you know, just fish freely. I, I, there's something about there it. There is that, something to that. But you got to be able to let it happen. You know what I mean? You can't get let spun out. Yeah, yeah, you can't let you're like, okay, I got no trolling motor, and my outboard won't start. Okay, yeah. <laughs> hey. what are we gonna do? This is this is my new normal. Let's figure it out. Yeah, yeah. and that's the way you got to be. Oh, right. You want to, yeah? Let's yeah. Uh, real quick. Uh, Shout out to Tyler Nolan. Tyler Nolan. Oh, Tyler Nolan. Yeah, hey, he's won a gift bag before. Yes, he has. Yeah. He has. Yeah, Tyler. Uh, if you're watching, oh, I don't know yeah. if you're watching right now. I ran into Tyler at the boat ramp up at Wisconsin on Sturgeon Bay, and he provided these amazing beers. Of course, we love Founders, but we love other beer too. We're beer heads here. Yes. Uh, and we've been drinking them all night. The hazy wow. is amazing. Riz, what you just cracked one open? Wow. What do you yeah. got there? Oh man, I just cracked open a guava. Guava. Juice the guava. IPA. guava. It's yeah. actually it's actually a it's a malt beverage. Oh. Um, naturally flavored. I got to take oh. one more sip. Mm. This looks like thank you uh, for the beers. Toledo. Thank that you for the beers. Yeah, Cheers. Tyler Nolan. Tyler, thank you. T Nolan forty three on the gram. Yes, thanks, Tyler. Thank you. Very excited. Appreciate your work. Um, so, Pete, I get up to to Wisconsin, and um, I, I'm you know we get up there, we finally get settled in, get to the campground, get settled in, and we have a virtual Zoom. We have a virtual Zoom because now there are no meetings in tournament fishing, right? You know, right. this is the new right. norm, mm-hmm. and we get on this virtual Zoom, and we're hit with this piece of information on the heels of our short day and day and three quarter practice, which is you ready for this, Pete? Which what? is oh, since wind can be a factor here, you guys can launch anywhere you want in in Wisconsin water on Lake on Michigan. The night before the tournament. The night before the tournament, we get the word that. We're enacting the trailer policy, which means you can go to any ramp you want that's a public ramp and put in for the tournament. Mm-hmm. So it throws me for a loop because you know now I'm looking at this map. I have a paper map in front of me, and I'm looking at Wisconsin water of Lake Michigan. Dude, it's like looking at the ocean, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, if I can try, if I can 
drive my truck and boat to the ramp that morning of the tournament and not battle waves, how much how much new water does this open up to me? You know? Mm-hmm. And and that was kind of my mindset in the first day of practice was to go look places that were far, right? That that I could drive to by with my truck but okay. were really far. So they, they gave you that information prior to practice. Prior to practice. Okay. Uh, Good deal. And and so because of that I changed my practice strategy. I said mm-hmm. that first day of practice, which is our long day, it's our dark to dark day, I want to go look at stuff that is was way too far to ever try to get to before, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did that and I fished on the Lake Michigan side of uh of of Sturgeon Bay and found a couple I found two nice schools. The interesting thing is the water temperature on that side of Lake Michigan was five to six degrees colder mm-hmm. than on the Green Bay side of Lake Michigan. So the fish I found over there were dirt shallow. It was unbelievable. These fish were in two to four feet of water. They were they were um, they looked like they'd just come off beds, right? They weren't sure. spawning, they weren't garden fry, but th- they were shallow and they were territorial. They were really acting like spawning type of fish, you know, and uh, and I thought, man, this is the kind of these are the kind of areas I could do good in the tournament. My second day, I practiced on the Green Bay side, and found the fish in eight to fifteen foot of water, and had just a good, uh, you know, a similar day. I found three areas instead of two, but here was the difference, Pete. The fish on the Lake Michigan side in that cooler water were skinny. They were long, right? But they had sores. They had, the, they had the, all the signs of being just off the beds, right? And you, I would weigh them. And the ones on the other side were the same exact fish, but no sores and fat recovered, right? Right. Sure. And they would weigh six to 10 ounces heavier wow. on the Green Bay side. That's wow. a big difference. So big difference. So same number of schools of fish same you know same length of fish but i use my rapala scale and i i don't i don't even hardly ever carry a scale with me but it was a great it was a great it was the first thing i did right in this event was to say i'm going to fish on that side because the fish are further along they're fatter you know um but it was a it was just a good event for me pete i found i found a a lot of nice schools and i stuck with a couple baits that are just solid baits all week of course, you heard it. Uh, uh, you heard Vegas talking about it. The max scent is unbelievable, and and you know, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I didn't see any of the footage. Maybe you guys can chime I, in. If I, you, if I, I watched the whole thing. It was max scent, max well, scent, max. That's scent. exactly what I was going to tell you. I'd be surprised yeah. if even the guys, and I'm not going to call nobody out, but I'd be surprised if some of the other guys in the top ten who said they were fishing Zoom or Z-Man. We're actually fishing max scent because we, we, we saw bag, it. We yeah. saw it. We, we could. They would. They would turn her back to the camera, oh, yeah. and they'd pull a bag out of their pocket it's, and and put it, slip it back in their pocket. It's and unbelievable. It, it, it was a powerful tool, man. It, just everybody in the top of those tournaments was using it. Yeah, it's when you get around smallmouth, it's so key. So, uh, so key. It's it's super key. Oh yeah, that that. I mean, I was catching them on it today. It's 
we we fished today. It's yeah, that, yeah. It's crazy stuff. That's it's crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, for Reminds me when uh, power bait first came out, how key power mm. bait was. Yeah, mm. the original power bait when yeah. it first came out. Yeah. Well, uh, well, your your fireworks were spectacular, and and mm. I, I don't know if you're going to go into that, but I wanted to uh, on Facebook. Mark Lynch tells telling a story because we were all watching on pins and needles because we were trying to have a show mm. uh, on that Tuesday night, and you were still fishing. And we were going nuts, watch, you know, whether you made it in, trying to do the math. It was nuts for us. Yeah, Mike, I uh, let me paint the picture. So, so like Pete's saying, Tuesday night, we had to bash you live. Yeah. So I'm in here doing my thing. Yeah. I got Greg De Palma was sitting where you're at right now. Rich was over there at the table. Pete was sitting on Zoom ready to go. Yeah. Everything was set up. It was actually relaxed. Like, the, the stuff's yeah. flowing right now. Yeah. We're ready to roll. So... About to go live, it's like 6.58. We're going live at 7. Rich is watching the feed. You know, we're watching. He's like, oh, come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. He's over there, you know, yelling. Like, <laughs> like screaming. one minute left. Yeah, screaming. <laughs> Dude, you hook up. There's like a minute left. He's like, he's got one on. I go running across the room. I'm like ready to hit go. I got all the shots queued up. You know what I mean? I got the, yeah. the intro ready to roll, yeah. everything ready to roll. You hook up with one. I go running over there. They're saying like you need two, three to take the lead or to get in. Yeah. And they waited at two, two. You know, whatever. Yeah. You didn't have the right info at the yeah. moment. But just the intensity of all that. And then we got to go live like. Yeah. Like then. Yeah. You know, not that we ever go live on time. Yeah. But it, it, it was, was it was wild. It was so wild. It was crazy. That was intense. That was one of the you know it's happened a handful of times in my career. But it's it's you live for stuff like you that. were on the right side of it. This yeah, time. I've, yeah, yeah, I've been on both sides. Been of on it, the other side. But yeah. you live for stuff like that to happen, and it was an amazing experience. But you know, let me put it in perspective because what happened is, you know, I had a lot of momentum going. You know, I I, I sort of had a bad. Uh, a okay start, sort of a bad second period, and then I had all this momentum where there was this system coming, and these fish started biting, and I started catching back up, getting trying to get in that top eight, you know, and I could feel myself, dude. You could feel it. I felt the fish. I felt mm. the energy. Everything was lining up right. Yes. And then, you know, the worst thing in an MLF tournament is when you hear the official's phone ring. Okay, it's the worst thing oh. because something's coming through that's going to disrupt the course of the day, whatever it is. Right. So I'm getting this momentum, and I can see the storm. I can see, I can see rain coming. I see clouds. You know, I don't even hear thunder yet. You know, <coughs> and I hear that official's phone <coughs> ring, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <coughs> and so we get the call, and he's. What is the fine for that, by the way? What's that? What you just said. Fuck. <laughs> five, well, it's been five hundred dollars. All right. You know, for certain words. Certain words are fine. Do they have, do they have, a, do they have a menu of what the... They do. It's, oh. it's whatever... It's like a dispensary. Uh, it's whatever uh, <laughs> national, like, TV uses. Like, oh, really? uh, you know, like, shit is okay. Fuck's not good. You know, like, damn's okay, but... Dad gummit? Pussy's not. I don't, hey, I don't know. Hey, take it easy. You know, whatever. <laughs> anyway. What, what's the fine for saying you don't want to fish MLF, you want to fish Bassmaster? I don't know what that pro. fine is. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure somebody said it before. Probably ask Gerald or, or Brandon. They'll know. So anyway, so the, the phone rings, and I feel all this amazing momentum. And, I'm, you know, and, and you're half listening, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Okay. You know, or whatever he's saying, you know. And, <laughs> and so, you know, then... Then the word comes through that um, 
Lines out in 10 minutes. What? There, there's going to be a weather delay. And you're like, 10 minutes? Jesus, what the? And so now I'm like working my ass off to catch as many as I can catch, you know? And I think I catch like one more maybe <laughs> before that happens. But then it's like he, he counts it down, and then that's it. And then I'm like, shit. So, you know, we're just sitting there for a while. It's just rain. Finally, some lightning does come. We go tied up to a dock, and we're, we're like, you know, just kind of chilling for a little bit. The lightning passes. It's just rain again, and we're just sitting, we're just sitting, we're just sitting. And hours are passing, Pete. And, you know, I, I know, you know, I know that those smallmouth were biting because the storm was coming. You know, I know what happens for shallower smallmouth when thunder and lightning's happening. I know how that shuts them off. And all these things are going through my mind. But I keep saying to myself, I'm like, I'm okay, right? Because I got an area that's working. And I'm going to have, I think it was like one hour and 50 minutes still left of that last period. It was almost two hours, right? I'm good. Well, we finally, we get our text back for our startup time. You know, you're going to go lines <coughs> in at five. So we sat all this time, right? You're going to go line, line in, lines in at five, done at six. And I'm like, done at six? Like, what do you mean? Like, we had an hour and 50 minutes left, you know? Oh, no, it's MLF regulation that we don't go past 6 o'clock. Why? It doesn't get dark till like 9.30. <laughs> you know, why, you know? And I don't know the answer to that. If, if someone, if, if, if an official or, or someone from MLF is watching, please chime in. Hit Boyd's up Rich. watching. So. Boyd, if you're watching, please let, let me know the rules. Uh, he stopped watching but about 25 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, but I, I still don't understand it, why they have to, you know, why 6 is the drop dead time. But... Whatever, you know, like, I, 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 like, try to think, you know, because my mind is, like, I'm going to the worst place, right? You know, I'm like, F this, F, you know, but Becky's always like, ah, don't, you know, don't focus on that. You know, she's always trying to keep positive. I'm thinking about that. I'm actually thinking about that, you know? And I'm like, well, I got an hour, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, or less than an hour, whatever it was, you know, just about an hour. I got an hour, just work hard. And sure enough, I start fishing. They're not biting, Pete. It's, it's, like, it's like there's not a small mouth there, you know? And... Yeah. I, I'm there 20 minutes without a bite, and now 30 minutes without a bite, and I got 30 oh. minutes left, you know, and I'm I'm still way out of it, and I'm just about to leave, and I catch a three-one, and it shoots me up a little bit, you know, because nobody's catching them, and you'll see that across the board, you know, when yeah. nobody catches them, yeah. nobody's catching them, and I catch a three-one, and it keeps me there, and then I catch like a two-pounder, and a camera guy comes with me, I think, at that point. And then I catch that two-pounder. And then I'm, like, really close. And then I'm, like, God, I felt like I'm, like, you know. And he tells me, I'm, at, I'm one away. And I catch that. I catch one. I catch another two-pounder. And I'm, like, this is it. This is it. And, but he's not updating me, right? Because I catch that one, and I weigh it. And it's two-something. And I put it down. And I got, like, three, four minutes left. And I keep fishing. And I'm, like, God, I know that's the one. I'm in. I know it. I feel like that's the one. And I get another one, dude. And I'm fighting this one, and I'm asking him, what time, what time, what time is it? And I get it in because I'm, you know, I'm trying to fight him slow. And, mm -hmm. But I still don't know, you know? And, and there's this long gap. And I don't know if you if, – I don't know how it came across live. But from when I weighed that last fish, took forever to weigh it, I, wanted, I, you know, I was like, come on, just call a weight out here, right? By the time I got my bait back on and threw in, I had 30 seconds. I actually had a bite. Oh, <laughs> I missed it. I don't. I would have never landed it with nah. thirty seconds. But 
so then I, I like I just I fall because I'm exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted, but I don't know. You know, and there's this like long gap. You know, and you're, you're like just thinking, I'm, yeah. how's this? Going? I'm, I'm either going to be I'm, just in or just out. I'm hosting the show at this point. <laughs> yeah, true. And and I got I don't I got I don't have the Zoom screen up. Yeah. I have the the score tracker up. Yeah. So, huh. so I'm talking and and doing our stuff, and I'm watching because I did the math. You call it? I, I'm pretty sure it was a two-two. Yeah. And my math showed that you needed like a one fifteen. Wow. And and Riz was doing. They were saying it, and Riz heard it, and they said it wasn't enough. And I'm looking at the math, and I'm like, he's oh, in yeah. by a couple ounces. He yeah. made it. And and then I'm watching and why and then all you know, ten minutes into the show. They give the final score tracker update, yeah. and it's got you slipping in the yeah. eighth. Place. It was unbelievable. Wow. It was such. It was such a f great feeling to know you're in by an ounce. I've been, like I said, I've been on the other side of it. I, I remember those. I know oh, yeah. those emotions. And those we all do. <laughs> so it was unbelievable. It was. Uh, it was awesome. You know, I. I I've, it was just great. It was. You know, like I said, you live for those moments. You know, and it was a great tournament. You know, it was my last. It was my last major league fishing. Uh, you know, f for the year. Uh, you know, the last big one. And, and, you know, it was good. It was a good way to end it, you know. Yeah. It was a good way to end M MLF for me sure. on a high note. Yeah, right? I could tell you yeah. the, um, the broadcast team was – you got a lot of, of airtime. And uh, they were very, very complimentary of you uh, throughout. Uh, Shout out to JT, Marty Stone. Yeah, yeah JT, JT really went into, you know – Really kind of broke down how you how you play and land your smallmouth. Yeah, that was really, him and Marty. Really interesting, yeah. Brian. Yeah. What you were saying this morning. Yeah, and and uh, and JT's like, you know, you know, you 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 peel that line, right? Yeah. And they were saying like, notice how Ike and Ellie's smallmouth aren't jumping. Yeah. Like everybody else, they set the hook and the smallmouth are at the boat. Yeah. And they're jumping. They're hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. skying out. They're they're wiling out on the side of the boat. Says Ike doesn't have that happen going on. Says, and, and JT says, you know, when I saw Mike, you know, peeling line initially, I'm thinking, all right, it's it's theatrics, it's Mike, you know, yeah. it's a little over the top. He says, but I can see what he's doing now. He's feeding them line before, you know. And, and Marty jumps in. He says, yeah, you know, the the harder you pull on the smallmouth, the higher he's going to jump. Yeah. And it's exactly what you're kind of counteracting by by feeding them line before they before they get hot like yeah. that and when the smallmouth get to the side of the boat they're on their side and it's an easy scoop they're ready you know you yeah. you, you play them really well and they were saying you and justin it's lucas juicy. really kind of got that dial yeah. on how to on how to play a smallmouth yeah it's different it's, styles but yeah. yeah different styles it, it's it's been fun learning that over the years you know yeah. Every, everybody has a way that pete you have a way that you yeah. land fish everybody finds their own style you know but a lot of guys yeah, for me, that's been super effective. And, and you know, Vegas actually said it, you know, when he was talking about it's funny how he puts everything in terms that are real cool, but it's like the give and the take, you know. And I yeah. never want I never want a lot of pressure on that rod. You know, I just want it to be that medium bend, the whole fight. Yeah. You know, I yeah. want it the whole fight. And, and when I see that line rising, I actually give a lot more yeah, to, to want him to go down. Yeah. You know, and then once I get him under the boat, that's my zone. I want him under the boat. Yeah. I want him under the boat because they look, they look up. Yep. They can't jump. They, it actually mm -hmm. calms them down yeah. when they're under the boat, and I can use it as a pinning agent. You know, mm -hmm. A lot of the fish, if I didn't scoop them, I actually just st I stomped them on the side of the boat, 
And yeah. it's not a penalty. It's not a penalty because it's, it's not on the carpet yet. No, it's not on the carpet yet. <laughs> and then I go down with my other hand. A lot of times I'll set the yeah. rod down. I'll go down with my other hand and get them. Yeah, you know? but I've seen you do that. It's been a great system. I still lost a few, but it's been a good system for yeah. me. You know, you can, you can see in that tournament the guys that were completely uncomfortable that hadn't spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah. Uh, like Kelly Jordan. You know, I don't. I I think he was using a spinning rod for the first time in the tournament, <laughs> uh, and um, but he he just you could see it like you know clearly a lot of guys from Texas, Florida, certain places. That's all they do is you know they're using bait casting gear and they 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 don't use it that often. So uh, you know they were uncomfortable. They rushed uh, a couple times. Ron Banis like grabbed the fishing line and um, and he and he rushed and he lost the fish. You yeah. know. And, uh, you know, so it, it, it's quite a skill set. But Spinning I got to read this. Mark, Mark Lynch is working on this night, this Tuesday night. There's an electrical outage. He's in a bucket truck oh. working the electrical outage and when this is going down. And he has to stop work. And every <laughs> they're, all, they're all screaming at him, you know. To Nobody's get the, getting their electricity. Nobody's back. getting their electricity. He just had to put everything Poor on guy. pause. For about 15 minutes, so he Poor could guys. watch uh, watch the highlights. So that was pretty Poor awesome, guys. I thought. Yeah, it it was great. It was great. It was a, like I said, it was a fun tournament. If anybody's watching and and you're looking for a destination trip, man, I I, I definitely recommend Sturgeon Bay. I mean, it's a great area, Pete. There's uh, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff to do too. There's wineries. There's restaurants. I mean, it's beautiful country up there. Hit up T Nolan 43 on Instagram. He'll he'll bring you beer. He'll Give bring you beer. beer. Yep, definitely. He's <laughs> got you. He'll bring us a four pack of some great delicious beer thank you Tyler. Um, but it was a great experience and uh i want to congratulate all the top 10 but especially justin lucas uh great performance um you know i missed some controversy there as well that you know i, I know he was dealing with some stuff there and okay. it's hard to fight through that you What's know that? uh he had a couple guys move in on him too you know this this is two tournaments in a row now over there so you know, this isn't anything new. It's been going on since the beginning of time in bass fishing. But is it any different at MLF than it is at a normal? I mean, because that's that's all. Like you said, that's yeah. I mean, there are things different and things that are same. I mean, for sure, now guys are using technology more to right. to move in on guys. Sure. But I think I think this one was just old school moving in. I think guys saw them there, and you mm. know. When they were struggling, they wanted to come in and try to catch a few. You know, right? Well, live updates. Yeah, That's, yeah, that'll lead to that. Yeah, but shout out to Justin Lucas. Yeah. What great performance uh, by him! Really and, was. And he deserved and he, that win. He looked so comfortable yeah. landing fish. Yeah, like oh my gosh, it was like it, it was so easy with him. Mm -hmm. And there were several other guys that yeah. you know were just so so smooth and easy. Yeah, uh, at Jordan Lee. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean just just really slick out there. Yeah, the Shout thing out that, to Jordan Lee. Yeah, the thing that's sad, you know, about last week's win fr from uh, Justin, though, is, you know, they degraded the prize down to $65,000, which which is a travesty to Why's me. Why's that? You know, so there's a lot they of reasons. make up rules as they go. Well, there's a lot of reasons that they gave for that, but um, they brought the first place prize down to pay out broader across the field. You know, and the reason they gave is, you know, uh, you know, guys are losing sponsors, you know, during COVID time. And, you know, they reduced our number of tournaments to down to six. And this was a way to pay out more money across the field. You know, but to me, that, that I don't like that. You know, I, I'm not an advocate of everybody's a winner. You know what I mean? I don't want to get paid 
when I end up dead last. For also place? Yeah, I, you know? <laughs> and I don't, I don't think mm -hmm. if you're the best league in the world with the best players in the world, and they do have the best players in the world, I don't think you should be competing for $65,000. I mean, shit, you can win that in a, in a Toyota series. You can win that in an, uh, a giant field, open field. Hell, the Ike, Ike Foundation. Uh, <laughs> that was thirty grand for an Ike Foundation tournament. Yeah. Where everybody was having fun. Yeah, you know? I, so, I was there in a 16-foot aluminum. So I, I, think, <laughs> I think that's taken the sport backwards. So that, that to me, was a travesty. But um, it, nonetheless, it was a great win you know, for him. And I want to congratulate mm -hmm. him on that. Um, the other I hear thing, they're bringing back the entry fees for next year. I yeah, was reading well that, that on, on yeah, the that's a whole other thing. I don't even want to get into that. Uh, the other thing was interesting is at the MLF event, and this is a good segue, was smack dab on top of virtual iCast. So i got to be honest with you. I'm, maybe I want to hear from you guys a little more because I know you were on with, with the guys from TW yes. talking a little bit about it. Um, Pete, I didn't see any of it. I missed everything, literally, because yep. it coincided with my week. Then I had to get in the truck and drive like a maniac to get home for Vegas' tournament. The only thing so I saw I, came from Tackle Warehouse. Yeah, I, I missed everything. But, yep. you know, apparently yep. it was supposed to, you know, I kept hearing, oh, this is going to be like regular iCast. It's going to be just as good, except it's going to be virtual. And I'm like, yeah. is that possible? Like, what does that mean? But how, how did it come off? For you, Pete, how was I cast this year? Well, you know, honestly, I, I was super swamped that week myself, you know, but I, what I did, um, and I liked it was I went to the, you know, the website and, you know, well, obviously that's where you had to go, but it's, uh, you know, you go into the, you know, what's it called here? The new product showcase is what I'm looking for. Right. And, and you can you can go right now on the new product showcase and you can see every product that was uh displayed and you know to me that that was is a much better better way to judge it except for like i didn't have the hands on the feel that you get when you're at icast but i could efficiently go through all the products that all the companies had entered and you, you know, it was a great experience. The websites had videos on the products. Um, a, a lot of them did, yeah. and uh, you know, they had a lot of pictures, a lot of images, the written descriptions uh, about them, and you, you could very, very efficiently go through and see all the products. I, I thought, I thought they did a great job for me. Like because we're going to be looking at stuff for Tackle Warehouse and for Bash University, and we're going to be making our picks for the best in show, and and. Man, it was it was easy for me to go through there and yeah. look at that stuff, yeah. and uh, I liked it a lot that way. I miss it. Like Ken Duke uh, on on our show said, and the, the the thing you miss the most is the people. You know, right. seeing your friends, seeing yeah. all the industry folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, that's the thing you miss the most, uh, and that you don't get by by doing this way. But uh, you know, as far as it, but as far as information and being able to see the tackle, I yeah. thought I thought. It was a, a very good job under the circumstances, you know. Yeah, I, I think it was the best you could do, you know, with 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 what's gone on. Uh, but it was awkward for me, you know. I I can tell you that it feels strange because this is the first time. And I'm going to give you a year. Somebody could do the math for me. My first iCast that I attended was in 2000. So 20 years. That's easy math. <laughs> 20 years in a row, Pete, 19 years in a row, I yep. went to ICAST, worked ICAST. 
got to see the stuff, got to talk to people, mm. got to feel it, you know, actually look at it, inspect it, work with the media, uh, you know, solicit new sponsors, make contacts, meet friends. And it just feels weird this year not having that there, you know? feels yeah, very, sure. very weird, very awkward, you know? Yeah, sure. Very awkward. Well, you know, I hope, you know, honestly, I hope we get to go back next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're still deep in this, and there's a lot of expansion going on with, with COVID. So, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping next year will put us back there. But, but I, yeah, that's 20 years of doing it. And, you know, and, and, and we won't see those people. I'm, you know what I'm really happy about, though, is, is we saw those people at the Classic, at least a lot of them. Right. We got it and, in before all this. Yeah. And we're all yeah. still alive. We're still here, yep. and we're yeah. still and we're still dear friends. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, um, yeah. Weird, weird, not being any iCast uh, this year, but uh, nonetheless, Pete, some great new products coming out, mm -hmm. and I know um, Bash U is it this Tuesday doing a we're doing a big. That is correct. This Tuesday, Tuesday night, Tuesday yep. night, we have uh, we've got a little bit of an iCast review as well. We're going to do some iCast stuff tonight. Shortly, we're going to take a break yep. and go to Andrew Wheeler from yep. Abu and talk about your. Award-winning rod. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Tuesday night we've got uh, – we're going to have some – Rich, take it away. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. You, you finish. I got one thing to go before we go to break. You got it. But, uh, yeah, Tuesday night we're going to have uh, – uh, what's his name? Guy from Hummingbird to come on. Hummingbird's won nine out of the last ten years. Best uh, in show at ICAST. Mr. So. Kolodowski. Yes. Nice. Kolo. Kolo. Um, and, and some other guys. So we're still working on setting up that list. But, yeah, we're doing that Tuesday night. Are you available? Or Very cool. We'll talk afterwards. Yeah, we'll talk afterwards. All right. Yeah. Um, but cool. Yeah. So everybody, if you're watching tonight, please tune in Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And, and uh, while we're plugging, yeah. yes, thank you. Yep. And Wednesday night, Straycast is going to do a live remote from a liquor store. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Like a liquor store down the street from Pat's, like Total Hood Liquor Store. Yeah. The kind with the metal thing that rolls oh, down yes. the front. That's yeah. awesome. So they're going to barricade themselves inside and do a live remote with the guys that's from cool. Tin Cup Whiskey. Oh, that's Cup. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And, and I think Matt Robertson's going to drive up there. Wow. Matt, on him. On him, baby. Yeah. yeah. He's a cool dude. That's awesome. So that's Wednesday night. Don't miss it. Yeah. Well, I, I cast not being around this year was weird, Pete, but uh, I did want to, real quick before we go to break, I did want to just. I'll give you a couple of the things that I got to see Ooh, or let's hear it. or actually got to feel here, look at, that are, my opinion, some of the best stuff. So, of course, I know you've seen all the press releases on it, but Flambeau, great sponsor of the show, launching two new tackle storage systems this year. And this one I'm excited about. I'll be honest with you, Pete. Seriously, I have yet to find a spinnerbait management system that i, I agree like. with that you know what i yep. mean like the closest that i had back in the day was you remember the uh the wraps yeah yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. like you put your spinner bait like that and was okay you know mm -hmm. but you know it was a way to file them but honestly i never really got comfortable with a way to store mm -hmm. spinner baits well they've got the z rust max blade crate mm -hmm. which the best way i can describe it it's almost like a filing system pete like a filing yep. cabinet where you've got these files 
and you could play spinner baits in these files, and it holds a bunch of them. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Hundred thousand. It's crazy. It looks like I think it, I think it holds forty-two. It might be forty. Yeah, forty-two bladed lures. That's correct. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So that's that's exciting. And they're also. And it's Z-Rust. The problem with those. The problem with those pouches is they would get moisture, moisture in there, and your Sampo swivel would rust, oh, and then you go to yeah. spin your blade, and they'd be like, eh. Yeah. I would just sit there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don yeah. Skaluskis wouldn't turn anymore. They would not turn. The Hydras. Uh, also introducing the Z-Rust Max crank, crank Bank, which is, it, it's funny. Spank Bank. Because in the saltwater world, this storage method's been real popular, where guys put plugs down in, you know, that way in trays. You know, yeah. not flat boxes, mm -hmm. but store them up and down. Yeah. In the saltwater world, I've seen saltwater gods using this forever. Now... They're introducing it here in the freshwater world, and that's called the crank bank. It's pretty exciting. I uh, want to show you just two from Rappel and two from VMC real quick. Uh, of course, uh, shout out to Atifo, by the oh, way. Yeah. Uh, Ot, Ot gave me a, a Defo. I, I, I uh, bumped Ot out by an ounce. That's yeah, the guy that did. I bumped out, and yeah. he texted me. Like immediately that night and said, "Great job!" Like I wouldn't have did that, you know. No, you wouldn't. I'm just saying, <laughs> I love Ot, but I I wouldn't have done that, you know. And he did that. He's a great guy. Yes. But he's got this crankbait, Pete. This is the mm -hmm. OG, OG series. Uh, I got the Slim Six in my hand right here, and this is basically a flat side circuit bill bait. And this is the same one that Ot gave to me. Yeah. For the classic that yeah, he I remember. won. Knoxville. These are the ones that he Knoxville. were. Yeah, Knoxville. These are the ones that he's been carving for years. Yeah. Rappel is now doing them in mass. Pete, I know how much you like flat sides. This is going to mm -hmm. be a killer in cold water, pressured fish. It's going to be a killer. Uh, and then the VMC products that I am gaga about gaga. is they have the Tokyo rig now, Pete, with a finesse Nico hook on it. Yep. So it's a light version of a Tokyo. So now you can put little small baits on it, spinning rod, light casting. I like that. And then these little deals, crossover ring. This is going to be hard to describe. If you're watching or listening, I'm going to try to do a good job of describing yeah, this. What is this? It's a wacky ring right. that goes on with uh, special pliers. Mm -hmm. Or you can use a regular pliers too, but they have a special pliers they sell. And it has... The ability to go just under the band or through a hole in the band to keep it true wacky. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Not so up like, and down. Right. So a lot of times when they put those rubber, you know, your O-rings on, you go under the O-ring, but you're in line with the bait. The true. hook and the bait are in line. Yeah, yeah. And regular wacky rigging, you know, it's Ain't perpendicular. Be like that. Right? So mm -hmm. this this little deal, this crossover it ring, you both. yeah, this crossover ring has a little like nipple on it that mm -hmm. lets you rig it traditional wacky style. So I like this a lot. Comes in three different colors. Comes in black, clear, and green pumpkin yeah. to match your baits. Very exciting. So much dead sticking. Save, Pete. Yes. save so many baits. <laughs> yes. Doing that. You hear me? It comes yeah. in black, Pete, for your black senkos. Yeah. Match perfect. Yeah. And then last but not least, um, this is I've been waiting a long time for this. Actually, help Mollux with this a little bit. Uh, the brand new. Mullix popping frog, Ooh. hot off the presses. I have two in my hand right Talking here. Talking my language, Mike. Uh, you know the deal. That's one of the best things they do: spinner baits and frogs. Dude, that's their wheelhouse. Dude, that's their wheelhouse for sure. This thing, I uh, so many cool features. But the I want you guys to feel this. Feel this one, Bry. 
Is that two sizes there, Mike? Is that a big and a little? No, it's the same size, but they they got this so right with the with the hardness of the plastic, uh, wow. and that's that's a hard thing to do. Uh, but it's like every Molex product that's so very tricked out. It's got a lot of features. One of the coolest things they did, and I want everybody to see this, but if you could show the belly of that, yeah, they actually incorporated a. Uh -huh. The best way I can say it is it's it's a um, it's a clevis it's a little ring it's a cletus on the on the the dual pronged frog hook yeah and it's a place where you could trick this frog out you could add a blade you could add a stinger hook if you're in open water you could put a treble on it it's a mm. really cool little feature that lets you trick that frog out um so mm. very very excited about this frog uh, uh it's going to be available on tackle warehouse i think this fall so that's another cool ICAST product. But um, I think, Brian, let's take a break. Yes. Uh, we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Andrew Wheeler from Abu Garcia. We're going to be talking about new Abu products. And, of course, they've got a big winner this year. We're going to be talking about that. In addition, we're going to be giving away some prizes, Riz. Yep. We're going to we be giving sure away are. a bag. Yep. An Ike Live Reel. Yep. We're going to be giving away some stuff. Major grand prize. You don't want to miss it. Hang in there with us. When we come back, one more segment of Ike Life. Hi. Today we're going chest to chest in the Dr. Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing them down with three name brand bars. The result? A sad, milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, Big Soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch soap retains all the natural ingredients, which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch has taken over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch natural soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bama bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics too. There he is. Is this 
another one next cast and that would be number six i'm addicted i'll admit it i'm i'm straight addicted this might be bigger you think so yeah Mayhem on your crappy jig, and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. 